So I just want to kind of lay the groundwork for what we're going to do tonight. And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to break into some small groups, which will encompass the majority of us here and you guys. And uh, we're going to seek the Lord for what I'm calling intel as we look forward to 2022. I personally am pretty excited about next year. And I don't think it's a comparative thing. Like my natural thought is not, oh, this has been such a horrible year. Next year is going to be good. I'm, I've just got this excitement about what is going to be accomplished in the next year. And uh, so as I was preparing for this, the Lord shared a couple things with me that I think he wants me to share with you. And this was one of the concepts. All our tomorrows are destined to become today for us in Jesus. And there's something special about, there's something special about today, about living in today, engaging in today. And uh, when I was, I was pretty sure that, that I, I wanted us to get together and go to the Lord, either via ascension, via prophetic word or whatever, and get intelligence about what's coming up. But then I remembered that scripture that says, give no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough for yourself, you know? And so I'm saying, well, Lord, how is it that I'm so inclined to, to seek you out for what you're going to say about tomorrow when we're called not there? And, and so this is what, what he said to me. So this was when I was journaling a little while ago. Um, he says, the thought about tomorrow being the primary or tomorrow's primary function is to become your today is a good thought to share. As you anticipate a block of tomorrows that you call next year, don't let the important reality that each day in that block is destined to find its true and meaningful expression in, for, and through each of you as a today. Today is how I experience each day or a thousand days. I experience them as today. I experience each day as the day of the Lord. I thought that was pretty cool. The Lord is with us in our todays. And he, you know, it's it's almost like tomorrow turns into today really quickly. And it's only today for a short period of time. And then tomorrow turns into today. So I do think that we're called to live in today. But the way we grow in doing that, I believe, is to gain the Lord's insight. And that's what I thought was kind of cool when he said, this is how I live on all of the tomorrows. They're all today to me. They're all the day of the Lord to me. So that's point one that I wanted to share. Okay, I'll work this out. All right, so encourage one another day after day as long as it is still called today so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Now, I don't want you to think of that deceitfulness of sin as necessarily some wicked thing that you do that hardens your heart. It could be that. But we just had a brief conversation after as we're getting done eating about how weird it's been for a while and how, for instance, one of the areas that weirdness manifests, and I would say it's the deceitfulness of sin that manifests, is in hospital care. And if you happen to be a patient in the wrong hospital, you're sunk. I mean, because there's there's a whole bureaucracy lined up against you. And I know for me, that has a tendency to get to my heart. 
And so I think one of the reasons that we want to encourage one another with what the Lord's saying is because of that, uh, because that's how he operates and, and he doesn't want us living in that kind of a condition or corruption. So there's a couple verses here that um, I want to talk about. And uh, I was anticipating a few more people and I was anticipating some people that may or may not be comfortable with one thing or another. So that's what I wanted to lay the groundwork here. Uh, in Revelation chapter 4, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, the door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after these things. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was standing before me. Immediately I was standing... Um, in heaven and one sitting on the throne. So this is a little bit of a foundation that I lean on when I talk about ascensions or visiting heaven or something along those lines. And um, it's not a big complicated process. It's just a matter of Jesus died, his body became the veil. He invites us to be there. Paul declared fully that we are seated currently in the present tense, currently seated in the right hand of the, of, uh, the Father in Jesus. And so... Uh, it, it, but with this group, most all of you have been involved in ascensions. I see even the majority of online have as well, so that's cool. This is the foundation for everything, I think, in Christianity. It's my foundation, and my foundation as a pastor. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And so if anybody has any doubt that you're going to hear the Lord tonight, as we seek him for intel for this coming year, I just want to dispel that doubt on the basis of this reality. Okay? The other thing is that not everybody was familiar, is familiar, and that could be true right here, with the concept of an ascension. So there's other ways that we hear from the Lord. There's other ways that he speaks to his church. Uh, Paul just lays this out as the structure for us getting together as a body. What's the outcome then, brethren, when you assemble? Each one has a psalm, a teaching, a revelation, a tongue, an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. Edification is being building up. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others pass judgment. That doesn't sound scary, does it? We're not living under the standard of Old Testament, Old Covenant prophecy, where if you're wrong, you have to be stoned. That's not the kind of judgment that's there. It's come, let us reason together. Let's talk together. And uh, it takes the pressure off you having to be 100% right. And the way the prophetic has been used in the last couple of years publicly with everything that's gone on, I think people would be blessed if they knew that they they could speak and they could submit to other people saying, what do you think about that? That kind of judgment. So anyway, uh, it says, for you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all may be exhorted. So the fruit of what you guys are going to get tonight from the Lord, we're going to try to put into place. We're going to try to actually live it out. We're going to try to learn how to obey it. We're going to try to learn how to let it influence our decision. Because sometimes it's a sad reality about churches, including ours, that you can get caught up in all kinds of other leadership issues. You can get caught up in practical issues, financial issues, and not really slow down enough to do what the Lord says. And we try not to do that, but tonight we're going to make a very special effort to get these things recorded and not, and not do that. This is, this is why I want you to be absolutely confident 
that what you hear tonight, and you could hear it, you might be a practiced person at listening to the Lord. That'd be great. You also might have some doubts about the validity of what goes on when you think you hear the Lord. But it's perfectly okay to say, I think the Lord is saying. It's perfectly okay to do that. That's how everybody, if they were really honest and humble, would probably phrase it. <laughs> you know, uh, It's not necessary to have a, a polished gift or a, a long-time experience in the sense of whatever. Since we have the confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he inaugurated for us through the veil, that is his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The basis for you and me being able to come to the Lord and say, Lord, reveal to us what's coming. Reveal to us how to respond to it. How do you want us to respond? Lord, you don't have to tell us all the hows. That's one thing that stumbled me a lot, is when I saw something, I wanted to know how it was going to happen. And I can't imagine how much time I wasted of myself and of the Lord trying to get him to explain something to me that I had no concept to understand, but was clear as day once you lived into it. So that's the thing. We want to draw near, and it's based on not whether you've had a good week or not. It's based on the Lord himself and his love for us. And the finished nature of his work and the active nature of his reign right now. So here's our instructions. Now, I think we're probably only going to have one group, so we don't have to make a choice. But So uh, Alan's going to be leading the Zoom group, and I know there's some experienced folks up there. And I, and I just, I love you guys, and I trust you totally to do this. So uh, out, whichever direction you guys want to go is perfect fine. Uh, I was anticipating some folks who weren't familiar with Ascension, so I didn't want to nullify if somebody had prophetic insights or even had some scriptural insights they thought they got from the Lord or would get from the Lord. So anyhow, we're going we're gonna to take it about uh, not quite 30 minutes. We're going to take a little bit. We're going to just pray. These guys are going to come up, and they're going to create. They're going to just punch a hole. I, I don't even know how to talk about it because the Lord is with us. And he wants to be. But um, Tom and Diana Miles have been very gracious to come. They're going to lead us into the presence. I don't know how to put it. How do you put it? Yeah, that. They're going to honor God. And they're going to honor God with their gifts and their talent. Yeah, and it comes out. So he's going to be there. So anyway, uh, yeah, we'll just pull a couple of chairs together. We'll form a group here. And... I think we can draw on the kids from here. I was planning on having something separate, but I don't think we need to do it. We'll just get them to share their stuff. So, uh, Alan, you can take off and start with your group, and we'll gather up in here and move a couple plates and, and uh, see what the Lord has to say. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, yeah. Go ahead and, and share whatever whatever you got. I'll do my best to make notes here. We'll get this on the recording too, so it's okay. This beautiful Tommy saw a, a, as a scroll, which went from the past into the future, and the biggest thing was that Papa's hand 
was over the whole lot. And we saw there was a past, there's a future, but there's a presence. And but the fact is that Papa's hand was over or under, under and uh, under and over. I think we both saw under and over the whole lot. And then um, we there, then there was a like the, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and that's that's what we got. But there was this Tasami, it was like a big wave coming along, and we were riding the wave, and we were weren't riding the wave alone. It was like we saw the Tasami, and then then what we we saw was the the great cloud of witnesses and the family of God, and everyone was with us, and we were riding this wave together. And what was brought out is that uh, it was what one of the scriptures, one of the, the devotionals said that talked about the um, the surfer. You know, when, when you when you're in the surf, you can be fighting the power of the waves, but we are to ride them. And it was riding those waves together. And in the moment, um, someone else said that Liz was saying that that it's in the moment. Like when they when, when we ride the wave, or Janet and I said, when we're riding the wave, it's moment by moment that we ride it, and that when we um, we, but it's the power that's behind us. Um, and the the other part was the rest that we enter. When, when you're on a surfboard, you might be riding the wave. It's like when you're driving a car, you, you're not you're not trying to steer it. You're just correcting it. And 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 we we've got this power behind us as we're riding together, um, moment by moment, and we're just doing the corrections so we can stay. I suppose if I was going to interpret, stay on the wave, stay on the crest. Anything else I've done? But it was entering his rest. It was it was ceasing from our own works. It was entering his rest and, and just being propelled, not fighting it, being propelled together. But as a body, we're not on our own. That was the other thing. We're not on our own. Great cloud of witnesses, the ones who have gone before us, um, the family of God here with us, we're all together and we're taking this, <laughs> this ride together. Hey, Tommy? I think the other yes. part too that we saw was um, as we looked forward, we were going toward, I think Alan was the one that saw, we saw more, more and more glory, the, yes. the light, and that we were, uh, we were, traveling because we were trying to find where we were on this timeline but the glory was so big we couldn't even find ourselves on the timeline we were just part of the glory that was being revealed after revealed after revealed mm -hmm. um i think alan also saw yeah. you know so much of the light that we were yeah. being propelled into yeah. that light and yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of peace and joy, and it was like um, uh, the cloud of witnesses were rejoicing. 
And it was almost like a culmination of going to this, this huge, going toward this huge party in a sense that was, um, was just, was amazing. There was no fear. There was nothing except just more and more, um, of feeling like we were in alignment, uh, and we were going toward the culmination of something that God has prepared from the very beginning. Yeah. So, so, so Larry, if you, if you heard that, was it, we were going towards this great light. That's what it was, and 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 there was uh, there was just it was, God was saying, so "Don't get your eyes on on down. Just keep your eyes on me through this." And it was, the, but it was a big party. It was a beautiful big party ahead, and we were rejoicing together. It was. It was like a, a, we talked about wedding feasts or, or or Thanksgivings or or things where we come together. We're not worried about what's happened. We just enjoy. We're enjoying being together and celebrating. Is that right, Tommy? You're yeah. a bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. It was, it was really that feeling of community, um, alignment not only with the Father but with each other. Yeah. Of going together in in this, but uh, and not only each other now, but the cloud of witnesses and the angels and men in yeah. white linen, and all of us are just coming together. Yeah. So, so that kind of thing. So, so, so do you get that, brother? It, it, it's being together. Yeah. Oh, that, right sounds, that sounds really good. Everything. That sounds yeah. really good. So, Miles, I want you to go ahead and share what you saw, and I'll. I was seeing before we uh, started, and sometimes that's direction for me to to play into, is I seen a big clock, and on each uh, second of the clock was a scroll, and then uh, then over the whole clock was uh, like the the it was the Hebrew letter Mem, um, and and on a, I really felt that each each scroll I mean could have been individual destinies and, and like that, but I really felt it was revelation for the moment. And then uh, when I did uh, release that to him and I came back and started playing, I, I also seen that every one of those scrolls, when the revelation was engaged in the moment, opened a door. And it, and it was just uh, like you guys were saying, the the culmination or the the church of the firstborn, the Hebrews twelve twenty two. It's we we are there the culmination where the, the, the church in heaven and the church here are working just in tandem together. Everything where you're together, together, celebration, joy. Uh yeah, you you guys were hitting it. Uh as far as I'm concerned, you were just uh yeah, awesome times. But staying in the time, staying in the revelation, that means you got to be connected to heaven or the kingdom within. What I saw when I was playing um, started off with waters flowing. So as they flow over the land, then they, they flow down, and so they were more like waterfalls. And then later on, I saw... Um, like Niagara Falls, 
And so we were all the waters that were flowing towards him and flowing down into his plans and purposes. And at another point, I saw that we were, I was like floating over the fields. It was like, it was like flying with the Lord over his creation and surveying and being in touch with what he was saying. That's pretty awesome. That matched up pretty well on a couple of things. So uh, I've got some notes from our table, and I'm going to jot these down. And then, so, opening glasses. Okay, so we had some water stuff, too. Uh, Just as a conduit of of frequency, we had some flying stuff. Matter of fact, at the end, when we paused, just say, Lord, Anything else? Anything else? Uh, a number of what you guys have put up here, we saw it by virtue of experience and by virtue of leading up to this thing. So I'll just, I'll read some of these and I'll, I'll get those written down later. I'll just read them real quick. Uh, there was a sense that there was a, it's a very different year for the saints and that we were going to be asking the question, um, what are you saying and where are you going? And that if we just will stick to that question, listen to it and move, that the Lord won't, won't let us down on filling us in for that. And uh, there was talk about our expectations and that our expectations are from inside about the work that the Lord has already done. They're not waiting for an external set of circumstances. So it's legitimate to have those expectations, obviously. And it's about what's happening inside us and that every answer to those expectations is a yes and an amen. So that's cool. Um, I just had a thought about him cashing in the investment that he's been making in us. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there's creativity opening up uh, and the ability to take bigger risks, to step beyond the comfort zone into being a, a, a big risk taker. That was something particularly about Joyland but also about the nature of this year, how everybody's been closed up, how everybody's been sought to encourage to isolate and mask up and do all this kind of stuff. And it's time to get out and be, be creative. It's a good time to take risks. And this was an interesting thought. It's a good time to take risks before all of us slip back into familiar routines. So that's pretty cool. And it's okay to pursue those dreams passionately. Um, Something that the Lord had shared with me is it's not as much about what you pray, but what you declare. And so I'm still processing that. And I'm not against prayer, but it's it's that. Um, And then uh, somebody was reminded that a dream written with a date becomes a goal and a goal broken into steps becomes a plan and a plan backed by action becomes a dream fulfilled. So there's a lot in our table. There was a lot about this is a year of release. And then when you came up, I just saw, as you were talking about that, I saw those scrolls unfurling as the second hand went around. And it was quite a rapid and messy process. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just revelation coming every every second, literally, because they were on the second hands at the clock. Beautiful. Um, the sense that, that 
there's, and this is where the water came in, uh, uh, Diana, the stuff that you saw a little bit, is the sense that the whole earth was on fire and that the water began washing over it. And it was so incredibly soothing. And it had to do not only with the release of revelation through that voice of many waters, but just that water was a conduit of frequency. And it was, it was, uh, recalling life from the desert. We used to live in the Mojave Desert and it was really bizarre. I mean, there could be like dry lake beds that just look, you know, like dry lake bed looks. And we'd have one rain and all of a sudden stuff would be growing that had been dormant for years. So there was that real sense of hope. And then, um, Greg saw himself flying, flying like a rocket because of how light, not that it was a lot of work and not that it was heavy, right? So anyway, I'm encouraged by this stuff. I, I, I knew that the Lord would be giving us something to meditate on, you know, the things that you guys saw. Um, I still think we're amateurs. Personally, I feel like an amateur at obeying the Lord and obeying those things, but so much of what we saw, so much of what you guys saw, being in this together, being able to move forward together, uh, being able to be linked with people who have already fully run their race and are just on our side waiting. I mean, that's what the whole cloud of witness is about. It's an incredible experience. And so uh, there is there are seeds of encouragement in all these things. So I got that there. I've got this written down here. I'll get this out and available. And we're going to keep these things in front of us somehow and just start start dealing with it. So what I'd love to do is just sort of let your let these guys lead us into a place where we can seal these encouragements in our heart. And then we'll just see where they go from here. Because it's not up to us. I mean, we didn't create it. We didn't, we weren't the ones that fashioned the scrolls on the clock. You know, we weren't the ones that created the current. We weren't the ones that created the, the wave. Uh, the wave thing is pretty powerful, really, too. I mean, waves are powerful. Anyway, so if you guys could just lead us for a few more minutes and just really let your heart say amen and yes to, to Father over these things. And Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for being our friend. I thank you for calling us friend. I thank you for revealing the heart of the Father to us. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Father, we sense the power of that which is carrying us along. We sense the incredible volume of revelation and destiny that you are showing us that you're going to release. And it's not for any one of these things as they apply to next year that we're excited about, but it's that they're from you. In, the, in what the Zoomers saw, that we were on the time frame and things were being released. Lord, we say yes to your timing. We submit to your timing. We yield to it and we, we come after your timing. We immerse ourselves in it. We give ourselves to you in it. We thank you for the refreshing water, Lord. The power, the frequency, the flow of it. The ability it has to carry us. The ability it has to even deal with the necessities of fire that we've endured. And so, Lord, we say yes. And we understand that we're saying yes to some things we don't have full detail about. So we also say yes to trusting you with all those details. And Lord, we also, in light of what you shared with us tonight, we say yes to our part. We say yes to stepping up and stepping in. We say yes to long-spoken promises that were and are being answered, yes and amen. And I speak the release of those. And Lord, the pace at which you're suggesting by the revelation being on that clock, on the second hands, not the minute hands, not the hour hands, that's a little bit intimidating and it's a little bit breathtaking. But we trust you and we trust ourselves into you. And we thank you, Lord, for the accompaniment and the togetherness and the sense of community with the cloud of witnesses and the realization that those folks, our folks, they lived their lives without seeing the full fulfillment because your word says that there was something better for them being united with us. And so we say yes to that. Lord, we don't know all the details and you don't have to tell us all but we will set our hearts and our minds toward the promise of celebration, community, flow, revelation, destiny, and coming into our purpose as individuals and as a church. So Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for this evening. I thank you for speaking to and through your people. I thank you for the residual blessing that remains every time we give ourselves to hear from you and to declare what you're declaring. I thank you for Miles and for Tom and Diane and the beauty they brought to us and brought us to. Thank you, Lord. We welcome this cluster of tomorrows called 2022. And we anticipate each and every tomorrow being elevated to the intimate status of today. And not just today, but today with you today in your presence, and today in your purposes. Thank you for the yes and amens, Jesus. Thank you for revelation, Holy Spirit, and thank you for your love, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Thank you, guys. Everybody, uh, you Zoomers especially, be safe on your drive home. <laughs> <laughs>
God bless you guys. Yeah, that's right. All right. God bless. Thank you guys. Anything else you want to add or do? Or? Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Alan, wish everybody a Happy New Year. You're the only one that can do it legitimately right now. <laughs> happy New Year.